This is Lori Koppelman. Thank you for joining us for the Clutter Chronicles podcast, One Woman's Journey Through Stuff. This is a serial podcast about a recovering hoarder named Mary, who lets me ask her anything I want about her struggle. She is honest and brave every single conversation. Mary is sharing her story in the hope that it will help others, so please help us get the word out. As we all know, nothing beats a personal recommendation. You can also support our efforts by becoming a patron of the show on a website called patreon.com. Once there, search for Clutter Chronicles and you can see the levels of support that you can choose from. I am so, so grateful to all of our patrons. And if you're a new listener, I encourage you to start at the beginning to hear the whole story. We'll be right here when you get caught up. Last time we talked, we explored why we settle for things we don't want. In today's conversation, we discuss why Mary cannot accept help. And though she feels like she's coming back to square one over and over, how she is really and truly changing for good. are back in conversation and today right now what I want to do is bringing up to date on a conversation I'm having with someone on our Facebook page so someone has been um, reaching out since last spring she had been recommended um, to listen to our show from this group that um, she knows of and I believe this group is in England which is super exciting to me Um, And she needed help finding our show, and I helped her and wanted to hear um, what she thought, and months went by. And um, today, not today, a couple days ago, she reached out, and then um, we've been having just a bit of a conversation. I wanted to share it with you here. So let me find it here. She said... Hi, it's taken a while, but here I am. I just spent the last few days listening to all 53 podcasts. Oh, wow. It's wonderful to listen to how Mary's situation evolved, her ways of tackling her stuff, her thought processes, etc. There were so many laugh laugh out loud moments, too, weren't there? I think you two will be friends for life. (laughs) <laughs> Do you know when the next podcast will be? Mm. That was just on Wednesday. Today's Saturday. Okay. And I said, that made my heart burst. You don't go halfway with stuff, do you? She said she couldn't listen to our show because she had 177 episodes of something else that she oh. needed to watch or listen to. <laughs> so maybe 177 episodes are, are now through and now she's done our 53. So yes. <laughs> you don't go halfway, do you? <laughs> Thank you for letting me know. I love hearing feedback. I will share with Mary soon. Yes, I agree. Mary and I will be friends for life. So funny how people come into our lives. We are recording very soon, and then I have to produce, so hopefully you'll be able to hear what happens next before too long. I sent that today, Mm -hmm. and then she responded. I look forward to hearing it. I feel I have some hope now. When you are in the midst of it, you feel as if it will never be better. I don't buy stuff, and I haven't for a few years. My problem is I'm not able to let go. I can visualize my home as I would like it. I know I need to get rid of an immense amount of stuff for it to actually happen. I'm going to try again in the next couple of days and hope that some of what I've been listening to filters through to my brain. 
I know it will be baby steps. I have to believe I can do it, albeit slowly. Mm. Wow. So I thought it would be fun for you to hear something um, on the show because we we've yeah. sh- I've shared these via text with you before. Right. But what's your reaction to her? I totally get it. And like we were just discussing, it it comes in waves. Mm-hmm. And um, in other people I've helped, they've said the same thing. And you have to catch the wave kind of thing. What's frustrating about that is then you feel like you'll never, ever get through it. And it's not true. And I think the the, the biggest thing to keep in mind is to not lose hope because it's again it's our brains that got us to this point and it's us it's our brains that are gonna get us out and so if we if we feel helpless then we are helpless Mm -hmm. well I just thought it was so um cool and she's just one of many who have decided Mm -hmm. to actually write but for people who are finding hope through hearing mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And I, think I just can't believe it. That's so cool. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy to think that this has gone this far. And it gives me hope. It, it fuels it. Mm. And um, I think that the first step towards... You know, you'll hear about people trying to take away the stigma of things. And part of that is because you're shedding light on it. Mm -hmm. While it's in the darkness, it has all the control. And it's not like I would ever want someone else to go through what I'm going through. But knowing that we're on the same kind of journey, it it feels good that I'm able to how else would I have ever connected with these people? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super cool. Super cool. I love when people reach out. So um, we appreciate it. Any of you who take the time to either um, send a question or a comment like that, let us know you've heard, or um, we get some reviews on various places, and that's really, really cool because our whole goal was you wanted to share your story so that you could help others. Mm-hmm. and. Um, it's been really, really, really fun to see how that continues to play out. It's mind blowing. Yeah, and in the beginning, when we weren't, we weren't out in the world. We it was just a hope, mm-hmm. and so that was kind of fun. I wanted to, to share that. So, I had started um, a couple episodes ago with saying, "All right, so how does your basement look?" And we got on a <laughs> on a topic about the anxiety, and I do actually want to hear: Is it still mm. bare concrete studs? Mm-hmm. Nothing's changed, um, or it's become my work center. Okay, I think I had said I was going to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just want an update, right. I guess, on that actual space. Right. And um, but what's interesting about it is, um, it's actually becoming a a true place for me to get at least. I I think I look at it as kind of a. Um, launch launching point mm-hmm. I guess and it's 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 interesting because the stuff that I'm delivering today and yesterday are I it doesn't make any sense why I was having such a hard time 
letting go of it all. But that was before I came up with the I. It's good enough that I don't want it. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting what this next chapter brings with this new permission. Right. Um, but and when did this new permission? Just like oh, in the last few days. Last few days. Yeah. Okay. Like today was when I had the conversation with my husband. So okay. with him adding the fourth. Right. Your family's <laughs> crap. All right. So that's relatively recent. Um, and you had said a few weeks ago that you had the 23 bins and you were working on. Is right. that some of the stuff that you're getting rid of? Yeah. Um, so what happens with that, it's kind of hard to tell the difference because when I get rid of stuff, then I'll just use the bins for something else. So I still have the bins with new contents in it. Right. Um, but like this final push of of the stuff that's been so hard to get rid of is, um, I would say, like, the beginning of the uh, visible signs of progress. So all this time before coming here, I kept thinking, I can hear people saying, why don't you just get a dumpster? I And that's been, the, that's been on my mind this whole time. And, or why don't, I have a friend who has said to me on multiple occasions, you just need to have someone come and help you. And when I was trying to analyze the anxiety, it's like, again, if you don't stay in the moment, in in the hell, you won't ever face the demon. And that's what I'm trying to face. And so if, if someone came and relieved me of it, then the demon hasn't ever been one. Can the friend help face the demon or does the demon automatically leave? Um, it changes. Mm-hmm. Then it's about the person who's looking at me. It's a different kind of anxiety. And mm-hmm. yes, I would maybe move faster because like your friend that helped you with your closet. But see, you don't have a whole history of um, nonsense. And I do. Yeah, it's yeah, it's different. So I I I'm not knocking that. No, I know, I know. I just I. It feels so lonely. It is for you. It is, and for people who love you and understand you and don't judge you, to say, not to say they they feel, they could come and partner with you mm-hmm. and do this thing mm-hmm. together. Like, why do you have to face this alone? Um, and I applaud you for wanting to do it um, the most effective way possible mm-hmm. and not delay it. So mm-hmm. I trust you. If mm-hmm. you think that having people help you wouldn't work, that that I get it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I would ultimately get it, but I'm trying to understand why is it that someone couldn't. Okay, so help let's let's say that that I was painting a house, mm-hmm. and. I was applying the same logic to that. Oh, no. I can do it all myself. I don't need any help. That's ridiculous. Why wouldn't I ask for help? Why wouldn't I take the help? Because it's a big house. you got to paint the house. you got all these plant, all these things you have to do. If you can divide it up, it'll get done faster. What my goal is, is to kill the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it isn't a good analogy. You're usually really good with your analogies because this isn't a divide and conquer. This is to stand next to you. 
Right, but you're, where are they going to be when I'm having it happen again? Do I have mm-hmm. to always bring someone else? So you else? see that as a crutch. Yes. Okay. And and what's interesting about it is if I divide and conquer the monster, let's say I conquered it, it's not conquered. It's run. It's scattered. But what's interesting is in order to conquer the monster, I have to be in the environment that brings it out. And what brings it out? Me against the monster. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of like I'm cultivating the problem while I'm going through it, and then I'm chipping away at the monster. And part of it is I'm trying to retrain my thoughts and be okay. If I could find peace while next to the monster, that would be the ultimate. And there will be, honestly, there might even be a place where I feel like I'm on to it and I've actually conquered the monster and I could still have enough stuff where I could have people come and haul it away. Right, right. So I could, I, what I'm looking at right now is with, what I'm dealing with is it's still there's fragments of it and I'm still not comfortable that I've conquered that. I know I can. Mm-hmm. I haven't conquered shopping. I still have to go shopping with people because I still have that that compulsion to buy. I haven't conquered everything, but this particular thing I want to conquer. And what's interesting about it is um, if if at this point... I allowed someone to come and take it away. It would be complete surrender, which is different than conquering it. Mm-hmm. Unless you're deciding, I don't want it. Right. I don't want 23 bins. Right. And maybe with this new approach of it's okay to not want it mm-hmm. would help me to allow people to come and take it. Right. And that has been what's holding me up. Right. I don't want to have the problem. Oh, I got to tell you this one. So the friend of mine that I saw recently who said the the distinction between feeling lovable and feeling loved. Mhm. She said, a lot of the decisions I've made, I've had to say, what if I don't? And I'm like, what, what's the big deal about that? And she's like, what are the repercussions of me not doing the task? And what's interesting about that approach is my whole approach has been better safe than sorry. And safety is holding on to it. Her approach is, what damage is it doing? Mm. Pretty, a lot of damage. I've I've been experiencing the damage. Yes. So, uh, that one I just learned on uh, a week ago today. <laughs> and it's been really interesting. And it's like, what if I don't deal with that piece of paper right now? Well, it means it's going to wait for you to do it someday. And you can, you, it's right in front of you now. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. So it's kind of putting um, value to it. 
which has been kind of, um, um, what's the word? I can't think of the word. There's a word for it that just means, um, random. I can't think of the word though. Arbitrary. Mm. It's not arbitrary. None of this has been arbitrary. But now that I'm getting so close to the end, it's, it's, I think that's where also something that feeds the anxiety. But now that I'm getting so close to the end, it's got more value to be gone than it does to be here. Right. Hmm. So I know I'm frustrating. That was part of the reason why I wanted to bring it up. I know I'm frustrating to anyone who's listening to this unless you actually understand the conundrum. And what keeps coming up to me is I want to go where no man has gone before. <laughs> I can help fellow hoarders. Yes, yes. And I absolutely <laughs> applaud that. I do. You're not trying to take the easy route yeah. anymore. Right. You're trying to face it, and that is not, I've said it, it's not pretty, and Mm-mm. it's not fast. It doesn't seem logical either. It doesn't seem logical. It's not linear. Right. That's the definition of recovery, right? Right. And that's what you're recovering right. from. And it's different than me uh, being an alcoholic and trying to analyze why I can't handle alcohol. Because <laughs> he wouldn't get anywhere, uh-huh. right? I feel like these are lessons that I never learned in the first place. That had I learned properly without that wound, mm-hmm. decisions that would have flowed from that wound wouldn't have happened and... It wouldn't have evolved to this. So what's interesting is I've thought about the stages. In fact, I did write this. I wasn't going to talk about it, but I, I will mention this. I thought about the stages that I was in. Yeah, I saw these sheets yeah. of papers. Okay, here's... So these are all things. This all came out today, but these were things that were in my head for the last week or so since learning the what if I don't. And um, I have three groups, each with two... Uh, phases. The first group is my young self and then my adult self. And the young self was the wound. Um, And if I could read my writing, I would say more. Um, And the fruits of that. The adult self is the wound still um, oozing and the fruits of that. Seems kind of kind of whatever. But what's interesting about that phase is both those phases is I'm just kind of living with the wound. I'm not questioning it. It's just the way it is. It's mm-hmm. how I am. Mm-hmm. Phase two is awakened self and humbled self. So the awakened self is I'm hurting and I'm um, comforted by things. And I'm realizing that that is what I do. And then the humbled self is I'm sick. I'm not in control of anything. And I need help. And that was what I had to do to get to the point where I'm actually talking about it. And the, the third group is the healing self and then the best version of self. And the healing self is the seeking help, seeking the healing, rejecting whatever um, blocks that healing. And the best version of myself is free of hoarding. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting about that is I'm so close to that. Mm-hmm. And I had to have it on paper for me 
to see where I've come because honestly, right now, I feel like I'm at mm. square one. Mm. But I have to remember that with every plateau in this monster, it's given the illusion that I'm back to square one. But I have to look at how far I've come and how mm-hmm. much I've let go of and how I've worked mm-hmm. and realize that is an illusion. That is a lie. Yes, yes. yes. Oh, I'm so glad we came back to this because that's how we started a few episodes ago. Yes. As we're talking on the same day. <laughs> that you feel like you're at one. Yeah. And you're not. Right. And I'm glad you know you're not. Right. Because we can tell you're not. Right. But to feel like you're there. Right. Um, that's back to a hopeless feeling, and and that doesn't help. But what what's what's interesting in that is because I've done this so many times, and I keep starting over. I feel I can know that this is the beginning of a new phase, mm-hmm. and that I can embrace it, and that it is a new plateau. So of course, what do I start out with when I'm doing something new? I feel anxiety. I feel little. I feel inadequate. But then as I take steps and start to do better, I get empowered so maybe i i come here and i do a a podcast and i feel on fire and then the next day it's starting over again Mm -hmm. but each time i'm lifted higher Mm -hmm. out of this pit i'm out of the pit i'm way out of the pit i've been out of the pit for quite some time and i'm reaching in to get rid of the crap and i'm not looking at the crap as 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 intently anymore Mm -hmm. So, I would say to anyone who's going through this, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're sorry that you don't have a... I'm done! Yes, yes. Yay! Yeah. High I five! Wanted, I wanted so much, and with the momentum I had the last time we met, four months ago, it seemed like I had just moved away all the obstacles. It did. It did seem and, like that. And it that, really yeah. has mm-hmm. on many levels, on mm-hmm. cognitive levels of of change in me. Yep. But I still get tripped up with the same old stuff, and a lot of that is just comfort in my chaos. Well, we know that there's been progress, despite um, how it feels, and... Yeah, analyzing it, you know that you have as well. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, there was a hope four months ago that mm-hmm. our next conversation would be, we're done, goodbye, mm-hmm. it's over, mm-hmm. and then we'll have a special episode a year later and how's Mary doing? Mm-hmm. And um, so we're not there, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, people listen, people don't listen. We're not, that, that that's immaterial. Mm-hmm. Um of course people are cheering you on and they want the best for you. And the best for you is looking at this monster yourself mm-hmm. and saying, sayonara. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. I have peace mm-hmm. in living with you. Mm-hmm. I know how to live with you. Mm-hmm. You don't have the best of me. Right. Right. Well, we're going to end there. Okay. And know that we'll come back. Yes. And see what's next. What stories you have for us, Mary. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you. And that ends today's chronicle. 
Mary remains so strong through this whole process, not willing to surrender to the easy way out. That is so inspiring to me. She will not be rushed, and that determination will truly heal her. Of that, I am convinced. Thanks so much to my brother Michael Koppelman for sharing his gorgeous music. And thanks to you, our listeners who are cheering Mary on. We love hearing from you, whether on Facebook or by writing a review of our show. Stay tuned to find out what happens next on Clutter Chronicles. Chronicles.